Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space, CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host, Sean Eubanks. Thanks for joining us and welcome to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Streamwise Consulting. And on our show today, we have Adelia Carrillo, who is the founder and CEO of Direct Cannabis Network. Direct Cannabis Network is the leading digital business-to-business news network covering the latest tech, entrepreneurs, and innovative companies in the cannabis industry. With her roots in the corporate and consumer electronics industry, her passion for technology, startups, and innovation has been a key strength in her transition into the cannabis space. Becoming a voice for the upcoming startups, uniting the cannabis business community, Adelia is building an inspiring yet prominent voice in the world on the topic of cannabis entrepreneurship. Adelia, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It is an honor speaking with you today. (laughs) Well, absolutely. It's a great, great to have you on and congratulations on the Direct Cannabis Network. Outstanding work you're doing. We'll get into that a little bit, but I just want to start with you, Delia, and just give us a background of, of what prompted you to enter the cannabis industry. Yeah, so I actually come from the consumer electronic industry. Um, and to be honest, I did not envision a path in, in cannabis. Um about four years ago, I actually had some health issues. Um, my fiance and I found out that we were, that I was pregnant and, um, unfortunately it turned for the worst and I had to have an emergency surgery. After the surgery, um, the doctors gave me, you know, a variety of prescription pills and then they also want you to recover right away, which I couldn't. I was just always um, bedridden and I couldn't move and, and recover properly. So as a last resort, I ended up turning to cannabis. And that was when I had that kind of awakening. You know, I, I experimented when I was younger, but I never had the knowledge of the medicinal benefits. And through my own journey, that's when I really got inspired and started researching the, the community and, and cannabis and the industry as a whole. Um, during that process, I couldn't really relate to the available outlets out there. You know, the, the High Times, the Dope magazines, they do great at what they do, but I didn't want to know about that. I wanted to know more on the entrepreneur, why they were getting into this space, the innovation, the technology, you know, the, the real business side of things. And after much research, I kind of had this idea, 
that I could build this. I could build an ecosystem for entrepreneurs and covering um, the, the business side of things in the cannabis space. Um, so that was really, you know, what evolved and turned into it. We, we launched our pilot in 2015 to test it out, and um, it was a great journey, and then it, it led to where we are now today. Wonderful. Well, in, in the beginning, you uh, the, the, the trauma that you went through uh, with the pregnancy and all of that ended, um, and then you were you, did you find yourself having ongoing pain? And then, and then, if so, what what specifically were you doing to remedy that? Were you just smoking, or were you having a certain edible? And how did that lead to your ultimate recovering and getting back on your feet? Yeah, it was a lot of trial and error. Um, you know, I'm somebody that is a little bit more type A, so I, I don't necessarily like I didn't like the two high filling that, that some uh, products can, can create. Um, so after trying a lot of different things, I found that, you know, CBD or uh, even high CBD with very low THC was something that would benefit me. Um, going through what I went through, it wasn't just the physical pain, you know, uh, a loss like that had an effect on me emotionally. And so not only did, did it help the, the physical pain I was going through, but also it's helped with the emotional. Um, and even to this day, I actually still medicate because I still have uh, a pain from that surgery. Um, so it's really just more focused on like CBD, uh, teas, topicals. Um, I do still partake in smoking and vaping. Um, but I wasn't too big on more edibles except for like drinking it, uh, which goes back to the, the teas and, um, and those kind of products. Okay, so a high CBD regimen is what I'm hearing from you and something that you're able to kind of manage throughout the day without feeling high and things like that. I, I believe truly that is the future of this industry. And, and I mean, recreational is fine too and, and absolutely go for it. And I, I partake in that to a certain extent as well. But um, mm-hmm. on the day-to-day, you and I are in alignment as far as uh, CBD, the value of it and how it can complement, uh, balance out the body and and effectively let people like ourselves who are type A and want to just keep charging and don't want to lose an edge, uh, we're able to function, uh, get the work done and and uh, and get everything going that way. So excellent! I think you're an outstanding ambassador for a very successful businesswoman who also uses a form of the cannabis plant one one or two compounds that uh, people just are frankly just being introduced to. They're just starting to understand the fact that there's so much more to this marijuana plant. Uh, There's a bunch of ways to divide it up. And then I think one of the most shocking things is to realize that people can get relief without becoming high. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and that's really the great introduction with CBD is, you know, they are able to kind of test it out. And if they do need something a little stronger, because every ailment is different, everybody's different, they, they have the option to increase their, their dosing or find another product that might be a little bit stronger. So, yes. <laughs> Wonderful. And last question on your story here. Is there any product that you can recommend that you're using CBD-based uh, that our listeners who might be nervous uh, like yourself, have possibly been through some trauma like yours, or simply want to dip a toe into the water, and they're thinking, "All right, where do I start? Um, what tea should I get? Uh, what product do you recommend, Adelia?" Um, well, when it comes to flower, I recommend Harley Sue, um, which is a high CBD. Um, and then when it goes to more of the teas, there's a brand that I've uh, luckily was able to find. It's called uh, Kikoko, uh, K I K. 
O-K-O, I believe. <laughs> and um, they they have, you know, a variety of different types, but the, the CBD one that I found through them was great. Um, they are California-based, um, and I'm not too sure on their expansion, but it, for those in California, though, that would be a great uh, stepping stool if they're looking for some type of, sort of beverage uh, to help. Okay, now, thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's going to be extremely valuable there. What, um, okay, so let's kind of go through, uh, you're, you're hanging out, um, you, are, you have a lot of experience and success in other industries, you're in uh, the floral, floral design build uh, business, event planning, you've done a lot of business development, all those things, I'm sure, complementing your skills, you've worked as a trade, store, trade show coordinator. When did you know that you were going to make the leap into the cannabis industry? Um. It kind of just happened. So, so yeah, so actually we'll go back a little bit. Uh, as I mentioned, I was in the consumer electronic industry. I went down the road of the going through um, my physical health issues and that led me to not want to go back to corporate. I wanted to do something different and which led me first to my first business, which was the event planning and floral design. Um, you know, so that was just a me being able to practice be, or being a patient and then having a small business. And then as I learned more and more and I started going to more events and, and networking with individuals, it was really coming to light where I'm like, okay, this, this event planning business is great, but I want to do more, be a, help change the stigma because I lost a lot of connections via, you know, my corporate life once I announced I was a patient and I saw that the difficulty others might have. And so I wanted to, to kind of help change that. And Finally, as I started building the, the, the idea of DCN, I launched our pilot and was like, okay, I'm going to give this my all. I love what we're doing. We're creating an environment uh, for others to learn from. Uh, we're giving a voice for entrepreneurs. And um, it was about the end of 2015. Uh, 2016 is when I really wanted to give it my all, and I officially jumped in. Okay, and did you get pushback at first from family, friends? Uh, surely there was someone... I mean, I hear, I get to talk to smart people like yourself all the time, and I love hearing the story and, and the why that you got in this industry, but I know I could just guess there was somebody that said, Adelia, this is a horrible career move for you, and you're never going to recover from this uh, getting involved with the devil's lettuce here. <laughs> so there's two stories with that. Um, from the corporate side, my contacts there, yes, they were, they were a bit worried. Um, I, I knew it was a chance that could hinder uh, any future opportunities, um, but I was willing to take it. Now, when it came to my family, my stepdad is uh, a retired sheriff for San Diego, and my mom worked with the district attorney's office. So I actually hid it from them for a while, and I was basically caught uh, by LinkedIn. <laughs> I updated my, my uh, profile on LinkedIn, and I forgot that my father followed me on there and I got a phone call. Um, it was a very scary phone call because I did not know how they would take the news, but they knew something was different inside of me. You know, after the surgery, I, I had, um, throughout with the pain, I also emotionally um, had a lot of uh, issues. You know, I, I had a lot of anxiety. I didn't want to leave the house. There was just a lot that I was dealing with with that emotional loss. And over time, you know, I started changing. My parents didn't know what it was. They thought I was just, you know, growing and recovering uh, on my own. And when they, when they finally found out, I let them know, you know, I was like, this, couldn't you tell something changed within me? And I'm like, it's because of cannabis. 
and it's helped me through so much. And at the time they, they accepted it. I know that they were still worried. They didn't understand what I could do or even that I could build a business in this space. Um, but it was a lot easier than I honestly expected. So I got more pushback from like career folks than my own family, um, which made it a lot easier because my family's more important than, than my, than, you know, people that I'm potentially working with or could have a future with in, in a career aspect. So once they supported me, I, I was fully in, I was like, okay, I got my parents behind me to some extent. And now they're actually one of my biggest supporters and they're learning now. And as they get older, they're starting to ask questions and hopefully I can help guide them as they go through their things as they get older. Wonderful. Well said. Well, we do need to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be rejoined by Adelia Carrillo, who is the founder and CEO of Direct Cannabis Network. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President at Strainwise Consulting, and we have been talking to Adelia Carrillo, who is the founder and CEO of Direct Cannabis Network. Welcome back, Adelia. Thank you. I'm glad to be here still. <laughs> well, and thank you so much for sharing uh, your story in that first segment. Now we'll get into Direct Cannabis Network. Um, you know, in the very beginning, Adelia, you were you basically just like most smart entrepreneurs and people who are extremely successful, you recognize there was a void in the market and there was some frustrations there and there was simply a lack of a platform for the cannabis entrepreneur community. Um, tell us about that. Yeah, so as I got into this journey, um, 
as I was mentioning, I couldn't really find available outlets. I was really digging online, you know, trying to find more and more entrepreneurs, startups, innovation in tech. And, and I, it was frustrating. I would go into Google, you know, multiple pages down the road, and it was just really hard to find these, these, these passionate individuals. Um, once the idea evolved, and we built that pilot. I literally got a small team. Many of them at the time were my friends and family. And we got a camera and we just went to events and started interviewing uh, these, these, these small businesses and just asking them, you know, what their business was, how did they get in? Um, we also started creating articles around that. And then after about being up and running for eight months, we regrouped as a, as a team and looked back at what we had created so far. We took all the information, reached out to all the contacts and said, you know, what are we missing? What can we do better? And what did you like? And so after taking that information, we rebranded, got our voice a lot stronger, really understood of how we were going to be able to monetize our, our network and, um, and then officially launched in July of 2016. In July of 2016, that's when we started announcing us as Direct Cannabis Network is a business-to-business news network covering the latest tech, entrepreneurs, and innovative companies in the cannabis industry. And we do that through content. We have editorial content, we have short videos, and then we even launched a variety of our own web shows online. And they're all covering different aspects of the uh, entrepreneurs in the business. Um, whether it's talking about companies getting funded, launching or getting acquired, talking about the entrepreneur, their journey, and what led them to their business idea and how it's working for them. Um, and then it's, it's also turned into, you know, providing now what I'm seeing is people want business education in the sense of, you know, how do I pitch to investors? Um, what do I need to do in the legality aspect of building a business? How do I even get my foot in the door? So we've kind of even moved more into creating content that's more educational focus for the businesses. Um, and as I've been seeing this develop and grow, we really found that our audience is not only entrepreneurs now, it's entrepreneurs, it's investors, and business professionals. And they're either in cannabis, wanting to get in, or just wanting to stay updated and seeing what's going on in this, um, in this industry. And when you got started, did you get seed funding? Not right away. Um, actually, I, I used my savings <laughs> to get this business up and running. And then in 2016, we actually got accepted to an accelerator program called Canopy San Diego, which was for cannabis ancillary companies. Um, and that is what actually helped, you know, allowed us to scale a little bit more, getting us the traction we needed. Because being a media, a news source, you need to make sure that you have an audience before you can really start monetizing um, so that, you know, your, your customers have know that they're going to be seen by a large group of, of people. Um, so that seed funding helped us get to that area to then where we were able to build our release, our, our, our services and, and, and business uh, products. So it sounds like you were trying to balance the passion and enthusiasm for understanding, look, we've got to monetize this. We need to return quickly. You know, when someone looks mm -hmm. at your website, directcannabisnetwork.com, you can see you've got tremendous interviews there. Troy Dayton of the Arcview Group. You've got Isaac Dietrich of Mass Roots um, and others. And, and so in the beginning, were you, were you racing to scramble to say, I've got to get as many interviews, as many great interviews as you've been able to obtain versus, all right, we need to also figure out how to monetize this. 
Yeah, it was really more focused on the content, who we were going to be interviewing, the stories that were coming out of it um, to, to gain that kind of interaction with our audience and, and to get more viewers. Um, so it was all organic growth. Um, which ve- was very beneficial because we're highlighting these, these entrepreneurs, these leaders, and, you know, not only are they sharing it to n- their network, we get to share it as well. So it helped, uh, it helped that growth, being able to both work together uh, in the sense of they're promoting the content we're providing around them and vice versa. And with Canopy San Diego, was it a situation where they gave you uh, an initial funding round for, you know, percentage of the company, then they offered other uh, stage rounds? Did you accept a couple of stages, all of them, or what was your participation level with Canopy San Diego? So with Canopy San Diego, they did provide initial funding in the beginning uh, for a percentage of the company. After the program, we did have the opportunity where they gave us additional funding. Um, That actually helped us uh, get to the end of 2017 and now we're actually as a company about to be opening up our seed round um, which that will then be able to help us scale even further our current issue right now as a company is bandwidth it's not a horrible issue to have because that means we're growing um, but i also know that i need to figure that out now which the best option is to go into raising for our seed round Okay, and I definitely don't want to make this an infomercial about Canopy San Diego or Canopy in general, but it's really – I love the fact that someone was willing to step up and work with you and 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 take what was already a brilliant idea on your part and put some muscle behind it uh, and get you sort of over that hump. Um, tell tell our listeners where what Canopy San Diego liked about you in the beginning and what changes they told you they were going to make because this mentorship is very very important because as a, as a solopreneur when you're developing something you think it's brilliant and you think it's great and your passion's there but getting someone from an outside who's funded deals like this and seen these companies like yours taking them to the next level they can add some valuable input so walk us through that with what they loved in the beginning and then they what they wanted to tweak and and how you got to that point. So what they loved in the beginning about DCN was that we had the knowledge of the cannabis uh, industry. You know, we, we already had a lot of connections that we were able to build on our own. And so I believe they knew that that was going to be valuable um, to have within our company, but also to help with the other, the other cohorts that were in the, the program that I was in. Um, what they were able to help us with, though, was really building the foundation and as I call it, learning to talk investor. I didn't, you know, my first business beforehand was a small business. I never even knew really much about fundraising or what goes into that. So that's where they were able to really help excel us. You know, we went through a lot of pitch practices. They went through due diligence, looking at what we created from a a revenue standpoint, what they thought we were going to do. And, you know, took our business apart really and asked us really good questions that I didn't think of, um, because they came in it from more of an investor uh, standpoint. So they were really able to help us excel from a, you know, building the foundation we needed to grow and scale DCN, whereas we brought in more of the, the expertise and knowledge about the cannabis space and industry. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that with us. Okay, Adelia, tell us how, because when I go to cannabis, a uh, direct cannabis network, there's so many avenues here. It's exciting. Uh, on on many different levels for me, and I, I could envision someone coming to your site and going, okay, how do I get started? And 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 you know what what do I what do I do first uh, with you? How do you, how did you monetize Direct Cannabis Network, and what is your targeted consumer right now? So 
with uh, Direct Cannabis Network, we monetize through advertising is one area. Um, I didn't want to go the traditional route of uh, just the web banners and, and, and um, you know, trying to monetize through clicks. What we decided to do was monetize more on our shows. So we offer product placements, commercial opportunities, and even uh, allow for a company to sponsor a whole show, um, which is kind of very common when you look at uh, basic TV. You know, you'll see product placements, you'll see commercials. And so that's what we really implemented in the beginning. Um, A couple other revenue areas that we're focusing on are going to be events. Um, DCN hosts a private business-to-business networking event, and that is bi-monthly. Um, and then we're also looking at creating more business educational events. So that'll be the other route. And then the, there's the other two smaller routes are going to be affiliates. So, um, you know, we work with Amazon affiliates, uh, which is interesting because it's what we're, what we're, how we're monetizing through that is really more on the content. So let's say we interview an entrepreneur. One of the questions we may ask is, you know, what is a good book that has helped you through your journey? And they'll let us know, and then we'll actually link that to Amazon. So we can even start to monetize things through, you know, what we're talking about or if it's a certain product. Um, and then the final route is something we're still in development with. Um, it's either going to I, – I can't give too much into it yet, but it's mm-hmm. looking more on an annual type of subscription, um, which – is going to have a variety of different things. Um, so as we evolve, that will be more announced in the middle of this year. Um, and if that's the route we decide to go in, but the main three are advertising, um, events, and then affiliates. Wonderful. We do need to take a quick break and we come back and we're rejoined by Delia Carrillo, who is the founder and CEO of direct cannabis network. If you have time during the break, visit her website, directcannabisnetwork.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC, symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. 
I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Strainwise Consulting, and we have been talking to Adelia Carrillo, who is the founder and CEO of Direct Cannabis Network. Welcome back, Adelia. Hello. All right. So we covered a lot in the first uh, couple segments. Uh, you shared uh, your growth and, and how you got started and your success there. Um, we talked finally, finally how to monetize that. And, and then uh, you have, um, just like I would expect from you, just uh, next steps coming and just some tremendous progress on the way that you can't formally announce for us. Um, but talk to us a little bit about um, what it's like to be a woman in this space and and if if any challenges that you've had, because I think it's naive to assume that there are no challenges. I understand, and I think everyone agrees, can, the cannabis industry has been the most friendly historically to women, period, uh, that we've ever experienced. Um, but talk about sort of um, what it was like to first transition in and if you had any challenges there. Yeah, transitioning in, um, I don't think the challenge was too much about me being a, a woman at the time. I think it was more of just, you know, when we came into the space and launched DCN, it, it, it was still really a community, and we're just now becoming an industry. So I think it was more of kind of who is this woman coming in that's a little bit more businessy, you know, what are her intentions, just really trying to understand where I came into this and what was I you know, why I was there. Um, was I just in it for the money or, or what was the, the real piece? So as I was able to, you know, really share my journey and, and my vision for DCN um, as a whole, that's really what, what warmed everybody up. Um, and with that, when I, when I say the vision, you know, yes, we have DCN, but the bigger thing outside of DCN is the why we're doing this. We do this because we want to share the why everybody has been in this space. You know, why parents are moving to another state to help their children. Why people have risked their lives for this. Um, and I believe that is important as we become an industry because we do have the opportunity to build this industry into that role model of an industry. You know, really showing people how we can make things better. It doesn't always have to be focused on just you know, the, the money aspect. Yes, we all need to make money to survive and we all want to grow and scale, but I think we can also be reminded of why we're all here, which is that plant. Um, so now though, what I am seeing is a turn. Um, as we start building and we're about to go raise for our seed round, I am learning about different challenges, but I think it's in any area now because I'm talking to investors and I'm fundraising. So sometimes it does feel that they may look at me differently because I am a woman, I am a Latina woman. Um, so it is a little bit harder and I feel like I have to prove more uh, when I am talking to uh, investors per se. So um, again, though, that is really in any industry and how I'm tackling that is actually looking at investors and angel uh, groups that maybe are more either geared towards media or geared towards investing in women and diversity. Cause we've built our whole team as a diverse uh, group of individuals and we're actually ran by two, uh, two Latino women. So uh, we're figuring it out and we're, we're going to, we'll, we'll achieve what we need to do um, by, by these strengths that may in other words be considered kind of not weaknesses, but, but can be a little bit harder. Absolutely. And one of the things I can I, I can find endearing about the industry and, and I felt this uh, struggle myself, Adelia, when I got in is just 
um, sort of having to prove yourself to these legacy members and understanding that um, even though you are well put together, you're focused on the business side of things, you, you have the right to earn a living. And you're also an entrepreneur who's very intelligent. And you're looking at solving some problems there. But I think people would overlook the fact that there's actually pressure inside the industry to be, I don't know how to phrase this, but maybe be cannabis enough for them. Um, and But one of the things that's wonderful is you're reaching out directly to them as we do on this podcast and saying, look, we want to highlight the people in this industry. And that's one thing you do so well is you're giving them a voice. And so you're, you're providing them a service. And I, I could see you kind of uh, taking down that wall and them going, you know what, Adelia is on our side. She wants to be a voice for us and, and she's more of an advocate even though she might appear to be uh, too business-like for, uh, for the old legacy people in the industry. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And I, and I agree. I think there's, you know, available outlets like us, like yourself, being able to do that and it's over time it, it still, it'll be more comforting and it's just, yeah, learning about the intentions of, of why individuals are coming into this space. Um, but it happens over time and they're accepting. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And then people, you know, I always say it this way. We stand on people's shoulders. Someday people will stand on our shoulders. It's part of that. We're carrying the torch and, and getting things done. Companies like yours are uh, giving people a voice and they're, and they're in a platform and it's moving it uh, and advancing their careers, frankly, in the industry. And it's a wonderful thing. Let me ask you this. What is your, uh, you're in San Diego. Uh, we actually have mm-hmm. um, a dispensary open there soon and we have a lot of things going on and, and uh, we have several clients around San Diego who are, are, are challenged on the real estate side of things to say the very least. What is your assessment of how San Diego is doing on, uh, from the cannabis industry as a whole and what would you like to see improve there? We, San Diego is a little bit tough. Um, it is very conservative still, surprisingly. Um, and so, you know, when I go to visit like LA, Northern California, or even other states uh, that are, you know, uh, like, like Nevada, it's a little bit, San Diego is a little bit behind on things. Um, however, I think we can start to change that. Um, one of my little goals is to make, San Diego known for cannabis ancillary and tech and, you know, being a city that is really well known for bioscience and technology, I think that we have an opportunity there. Um, so it's really about, you know, working with the locals, being a voice, going to uh, the, the, the meetings with the, uh, the local uh, like policymakers and just, you know, presenting to them, showing them that there's more to this, showing them the other side of things, that there are a variety of businesses out there. And I think it's just giving them the right tools and educating. So it'll, it'll take some time, but it is working through that. Luckily, you know, we do have a lot more legal dispensaries coming in. We have a lot more startups that are coming into this space in San Diego. And um, I think within this year, we're going to really start to see a lot more changes and hopefully things will start to move a little bit easier um, specifically in, in our, in our city. Yeah, I hope that too. So uh, what events do you have coming up and what's going on in San Diego or, or the surrounding areas that you'd like to talk about? Um, well, one is uh, uh, the our event that we host. Um, so it's called the Seed Series. It's a uh, business-to-business uh, invite-only networking event. Um, why we created it to be invite-only is there are so many events happening. And we wanted to create an ecosystem where our viewers that are online can actually come and meet in person um, and they actually are already in the business space. We wanted to make sure everybody would leave an event like this with valid contacts. Um, there's 
you know, when I say that is what I mean is there's a lot of new professionals or new folks coming into this space and that's great, but that can make more work for those who are already in, who are already in the space. And it, we do want to help everyone, but I wanted to create an ecosystem where a lot of these other uh, business professionals who've already been in development can actually, you know, look at maybe getting investment, look at partnering with each other, look at some sort of collaboration. So going more into the event, um, it's, we have a keynote, we have five cannabis companies who pitch their business to the audience. Um, and then the audience gets to vote on who's the best pitch, also provide feedback on what they could do better and ask them questions to really allow for these entrepreneurs to understand, you know, how people can look at their business. Um, and then we open it up to networking. Uh, so we have a couple, you know, exhibitor tables and allow for these um, these professionals to come and network with each other. Uh, that is a bi-monthly event. Um, and at the long run, it'll turn into a more end of year kind of pitch off. So every uh, founder that gets the most votes in each event will come to this end of year event in a more formal manner. And it'll be a dinner setting with only investors. And we're looking at having some sort of prize that, you know, after they pitch, one of those uh, founders would get an, uh, some sort of prize, whether it's monetary or service based. Um, other events in San Diego, there, there's quite a few. You know, we do have the Women Grow. We have a new one that just launched in San Diego called Elementa, which is for women. Um, and they're, they're more uh, educational focused. Um, and I'm hoping that we'll start to see a lot more other events coming into it. There's a lot of, there were a lot of uh, festivals and I guess you could call them sessions. Um, but with regulation, I think everybody is kind of at a standstill because we're not too sure what we can and cannot do, or if we can't, we know what we can do, it's pretty pricey, and San Diego hasn't approved any locations yet for cannabis events. So um, the reason BCN can still move forward with our event is we moved out the green-friendly aspect. So unfortunately, we don't incorporate any samples or, or having it be green-friendly as of now, um, which allows us to continue hosting our event in San Diego. Well, nice job of pivoting away from that. And the point is you want to make sure that you're still reaching people. And I and I think it's a tremendous thing you're doing as far as um, having the events where people can come and pitch because with the audience there, you know, okay, compare this to Shark Tank, right? You get to pitch to your five or six people, uh, you get feedback and they either fund that deal or, or you turn around and walk out the doors and you make an agreement or not. With this, what I've seen happen in these cannabis events, and I suspect the same thing happens with you guys, is that audience members will approach these guys and talk to them directly. So the funding can come from a different ways. As you said earlier, ideas and feedback is important, um, providing that the entrepreneurs aren't so rigid, they don't want to make changes. Uh, but it's really an incredible event that you're creating because there are, there are now there's hundreds of different ways that they can get out. And, and um, I've seen this happen where the panel may not be interested, but people in the audience end up getting their deal funded. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah, it, it is all about that. It's all about connection. You never know who's in the audience, who they know. Um, so it's, it's really providing that, that little ecosystem within a space in person instead of just online like we do at BCN. And Adelia, with the time that we have remaining in this final segment here, give us an idea how we can reach out to you and engage you directly uh, and get in touch with you. Yeah, so um, everybody listening can go to 
www.directcannabisnetwork.com. Um, you can then, you know, contact us directly through there. If you are more on the social media aspect, you can find us. Um, our, our name is at underscore DC network underscore. Um, and just reach out. We want to hear from entrepreneurs. We want to hear from investors. We want to hear from people that are interested in coming in this space and, you know, seeing what other content that we can provide that would help elevate the voice. Um, yeah. Wonderful. Anything else you want to say? Any call to action before we go? No, if, if there is anybody interested in learning how you can work more with DCN, um, again, you can go to directcannabisnetwork.com or even email, uh, which is contact at directcannabisnetwork.com. Wonderful, Delia. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Congratulations on your success. Thank you for what you're doing for entrepreneurs. You're giving uh, people in the cannabis space a voice that otherwise wouldn't have it. Thank you for fighting a good fight and pivoting and working around the regulations and still uh, your commitment to making it happen. We really appreciate having you in the industry and thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for, for having me. It was an honor today. And I, the same to you. I appreciate everything you're doing by creating this space as well. And thank you all for joining us on this edition of Blunt Business. You can download episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com, BluntBusinessRadio.com, or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and now iHeartRadio. If you like what you've heard, and you're, but you're unsure of how to get into this industry, or if you need help with your existing cannabis business, please feel free to send me an email at subanks at strainwise.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.